everything is up and running. Everything looks good. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, one of the two sisters. And obviously you see that one of the sisters is not on today. She is traveling. And I've actually adopted a sister for today, for this episode. And she's spunky, she's creative, and I'm gonna introduce her in just a moment. It is Wednesday and we call Wednesday Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Again, my name is Janice, a Wellness 5.0 on that heart rate monitor at ILKB North Haven. I'm cold, I'm hot, and I'm just getting hot again. So I'm gonna take this off. I hope everybody doesn't mind, you know, I'm at that, that age dare I say. Anyways, I let's hop right on into it. I would I want to introduce to our two sisters family. Her name is Melissa. Now, Melissa is a certified holistic health and life coach. And I can't wait to get dive more into this subject with Melissa. And thank you so much for being here today. And we are so excited to have you on. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And thank you for adopting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get away that easy. And, you know, the guests that we've had on the show, and I remember when Carol Sue and I met with you, what we loved about your, I want to say demeanor, like just so excited to share what you were passionate about. Like you could see it in your expression and the way you were talking about it. So without further ado, I wanna hop right on into it. Now, I know that you obviously work with a lot of busy women and I wanna to apologize to everybody. I have a couple of computers up and running cause I'm having issues. So I have a couple of computers going and I'm just looking at my notes. Emotional eating. Let's dive on to, into that a little bit. And, but before we actually dive into that, I want to chat about why you're doing what you're doing and how that relates to your story. Yeah, I am doing what I am doing because of my story. And it's really interesting because I think sometimes when we're in the midst of something, we don't realize it. And it's not until we're outside of it and we're removed from it and we can look back and realize, oh my goodness, that's where I was. So for me, when I look back on my life, this started when I was eight, like I was hiding Pop-Tarts and cookies and candies in my room as a kid, um, just because there was so much, you know, chaos and turmoil at home. And for me, like sugar and kind of stuffing those feelings was how I soothed. And so I do what I do because it's been my story. It's been my journey. It was, you know, what I had to work through and overcome even starting in childhood. Wow. And, you know, and just in that short little snippet of your story it i know that that story resonates with a lot of people i know that it does for me as well and when we stuff our feelings with food the cakes i loved cakes cookies chips still love it all you know that really is a coping me mechanism and obviously at some point you realize that, wow, this something maybe isn't right here. And <laughs> excuse me. And then you decide to get into the holistic side because you are a certified holistic health coach. I am just a health coach, but 
I find that very interesting. I'm very fascinated about it. What about the holistic approach to work with your clients? Like, how did you decide that this is the field that I want to get into? You know, it's such an interesting question because I think with the emotional eating, I didn't realize until just like a year or two ago that that was, I identified that as what I had kind of worked through on my own. Um, I know for me, like a big part of my story is about 10 years ago, we had a newborn baby who wasn't sleeping. So I'm an exhausted mama. Also have a two-year-old toddler running around, has some food intolerances, some sensory challenges. My husband is traveling for work and I had just gotten diagnosed with PTSD from childhood trauma. And so part of that healing journey, Janice, was really meeting with a naturopath, looking into my vitamin and my mineral levels and really discovering that everything was off. And so for me, because of the impact that that naturopath and that holistic health had on my healing journey and my transformation and my family, I knew that that was the missing piece because I think so many times we look at the problem and we maybe don't look at the root of it. We don't try to figure out the why behind the why. And we just want to put a bandaid on that problem, but we don't really get to the root of it. And it's not until we get to the root that we can really change and transform. And so for me, I had tried the band-aids. I had tried the quick fixes and nothing worked until we really got to the root of the issue. So that's why I love holistic. I'm super passionate. I think I just had such a great experience. My practitioners were very caring. They listened. I just felt very valued in that space as well. So it's important to me. <laughs> Absolutely. And a couple of things that I picked up on, obviously the word band-aid, mm -hmm. because I mean, that obviously resonates with me and I'm sure that it does with a lot of women. We tend to put a band-aid on things that, okay, I know I should change this hap this habit, or perhaps I should do this a little differently, but I'm just going to tuck it away for a little bit right now. And the other thing that I picked up, and I want to touch on both of them is, you know, your approach and the fact that you worked with hol holistic practitioners really formed and shaped how you got into this field. And I think that is critical for people to realize, because I know as women, you know, we are the caretakers, we do it all. And I really would like for you to perhaps on the holistic part of it, or even the band-aid part of it, just go into that a little bit more, as comfortable as you may be with that. Um, because I think that's really, and what you also mentioned was um, PTSD, which is something that I am well familiar with myself, but there's always hope. And if you would just kind of um, embellish us a little bit more with that, because I think that's really a critical point for some people that are dealing with the, these issues, because there's no quick fix. There really isn't. And I think that's the biggest misconception, right? Is that we have this problem or we have this pain or we have this, this thing that we want to change or transform or work through in our lives. And so, you know, maybe we do try the 
perceived easy route, or maybe we do try this one thing and then it doesn't work. And then that adds more pain because then we feel like, you know, we failed or we feel shame or we feel guilt or we feel whatever. And it's really, it just kind of builds upon each other. So I think the key is to really identify what is the cause of the problem here? Because, you know, a big part of my journey was discovering the impact of food on mood. And that was, that's like my passion. That's my jam is really helping people understand what foods work for them. Cause we don't live in a world. Of, we do live in a world of one size fits all, but that that's not how we're wired. We're all different. We're unique. And so I think the mentality of this person had success on this plan, it's going to work for me. That just degrades and devalues our individuality. Cause we all have different situations. We're all in different circumstances, different scenarios. And so what works for one doesn't work for all. So I think we really need to figure out what works best for us, where we're at, and really kind of take a customized approach instead of the, the one size fits all. Because for me and my experience and the women that I've worked with, that just leads to more frustration and just more of that yucky feeling that, that we maybe already have that we need to, to learn how to work through. True. And, you know, as a woman and being on, having gone on several different diets, oh, you know, and now we're hearing, of course, you know, the TV's on and, oh, the quarantine 15 and this and that. And, and I almost get upset when I see those ads because it's like, come here, if you do this, you're going to be thin again, or, and it's not like that. And you mentioned something very critical. It's if you don't get to the root of what is happening in your life, it is not a one size fit, fits all. And many people that I've worked with, um, a lot of people that I've spoken with know specifically that I don't like the word diet. Although technically we are on a diet each day, I get that, but, oh, well, let me try this diet. Oh, let me try this diet. And then we, we do maybe okay for a few days, a few weeks, something may happen and we digress. And then it's like, okay, all right. I digress a little bit. Well, F it. I'm just going to eat this bag of chips. Guilty. Um, and, but we do that because it's normal. It's our normal behavior and we haven't broken, we haven't broke that barrier. So you mentioned a lot of great things that really focus on the person as a whole, because it can't be a one size fits all. It may be the same type of approach, but it has to be with that individual creating that healthy foundation. Um, and you are also a life coach. So I'm sure a lot of what you do with that really helps your clients to develop that healthy foundation for themselves. Yeah, because the two are so integrated, right? Like my life challenges, I guess, my struggles, the trauma, that's what caused me to go towards the sugar and the emotional eating, which caused the health. So they're so interconnected. You can't have one without the other. If you are sick and tired and like curled up in fetal position, I don't think you're really living out the call on your life. Right. Sorry, I got a little riled up. <laughs> no, no, that, but that just shows your passion and why, <laughs> and why you, you do what you do is because of your passion and 
to share that with other individuals who perhaps feel that they they don't know who to turn to. And I'm sure a lot of them, as with the clients that I have or have had in the past, it, it's like a, their last line of defense. Like, I don't want to go on another diet. I want to get healthy, but how in the world? Because it, it does come at you from all different ends on social media, on TV, um, the as I mentioned, the quarantine 15 and I'm thinking to myself, wow, if we could just take a step back and treat ourselves with the same dignity and respect that we do with others. And I think so much would be different for so many different people. You're so right. And I think if we would replace judgment with curiosity, that's been a game changer. And I think there's really power in pausing and slowing down and taking a step back, which is so countercultural because we live in such a fast paced go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. But really when we stop and slow down, a lot of great things can happen. <laughs> exactly. So can't heal or lose weight in a stressed state. And if you're constantly stressed, you're not doing yourself or your, anybody around you any favors, really. Absolutely. And speaking of stress, I mean, our, our audience knows that one of my stress busters is um, I go kickboxing every morning at 5 a.m. So by the time that by the time, uh, you know, six o'clock rolls around at night, I'm like ready for bed. But today is not about <laughs> me. But that is a, that's a big stress reliever for me, getting those good endorphins going. And it doesn't have to be something extreme as kickboxing what are some things that for instance that you do for yourself or maybe you've, you know you do on a daily basis or that you could suggest to our listeners yeah so for me i've discovered janice that my a big stressor for me is being rushed so i get up plenty early in the morning and i you know get up i have my hot lemon water i have some quiet time i journal i read like that is my time and that has been a real game changer because then I can kind of reverse engineer my morning based on that. Like I'm up, I get my time, kids are up here and then everything else falls in place. So for me, getting up early is a big one. Exercising like you is another big one. Um, and then another thing I really love to suggest to people is the five, five, seven breath. Are you familiar with this? No, I'm not. Okay. I have to tell you about it because it's such a game changer. So the 557 breath, what it does is it helps your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system sync up and it kind of calms down. So you, what you do is you take a breath for five seconds, you hold it for five seconds, and then you release it for seven seconds. So with that exhale being longer than the inhale and the holding, it kind of syncs the you know sympathetic, parasympathetic, and kind of connects the brain and the body and says, it's okay, you're calm and it's free. You can do it anywhere. It's two minutes. Like you can do it in the grocery store. If somebody is like, you know, taking forever in the, the 10 express lane and they have 20 items. Like if your kids are screaming, you can just do it anytime. It's great. <laughs> I love that. And as you said, it's free, but mm -hmm. I mean, who really doesn't like free? I kind of like free. Amen. <laughs> But just those two minutes to, to do that exercise and kind of to feel that release. And 
you know, all the better that you will be with whatever situation you're faced with, whether it's, you know, that you are in that line and maybe you want to, you know, I want to say bitch slap, but that's not yeah. really my sort of <laughs> but got to throw in a funny there every now and then, but it really does calm you down. And mm -hmm. I imagine that gives you a different outlook and maybe how you react when people see you, hmm, boy, she's calm as a cucumber, you know, maybe, maybe uh, there's something to what she's doing there. So that's pretty awesome. It's powerful. It's great. <laughs> Especially having a teenage daughter. It's a real great, great skill. <laughs> um, and, and I do apologize. Uh, one of our listeners is on and hey, Sandy, I just want to give her a shout out. Um, Sandy and I attended um, IIN together. Where did you go to school, by the way? Health Coach Institute. Oh, okay. Yes, they have a great program there as well. Mm -hmm. I think that our the women that started it are actually IIN graduates, is my understanding. Yes, I think you are right. Yeah, that's awesome. So how long have you been uh, a holistic coach? I think you said for a few years now. Yep. I started my schooling in 2017, May of 2017. And I think I completed it, what, six months later. So like early 2018, maybe. Okay. No. Yeah. No, that would be November. So end of 2017. I don't know. <laughs> a few years. What is your, let's say if you had three words of advice, to give that stressed out mama or even a stressed out daddy out there because the men are important as well to kind of reboot themselves and know that okay maybe just starting out with these three little things might catapult me to do better things what are three top tricks or things that you could suggest people do I think the first one is to replace judgment with curiosity. Mm -hmm. I think that's a real game changer because I think a lot of times we are judgmental and critical of ourselves. And if we can just take those labels off and if we can start asking why, what's going on, I think that's really powerful. Um, and it gives us some more insight into that root. I think that's a big one. I think the other one is to stay hydrated. A lot of times we are dehydrated and that causes us, you know, it can cause some mood swings. It can cause sugar cravings. It can cause us to think we're hungry when actually we're thirsty. So I think hydration is a really big thing. And the other thing is that you are worth taking care of. I think we think that because we're parents and we have these people that depend on us, that all of a sudden our needs get pushed aside and that's not the case. It's like being on the airline when the stewardess says you need to put your mask on first before you can take care of those around you. It's the same thing with our health and our lives. Like if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't care for those around us. So you are worth taking care of and you matter. Those are so powerful and they seem almost simple in a way, but so very powerful. And I loved how you use that analogy of when you're on that air, you know, on the airplane, you know, when they say, take care of your, you know, put the mask on before you help others, that is so true. And that relates to taking care of your health. 
Um, Sandy says, love that curiosity over judgment. Yes, Sandy. Um, I think that is, I'm going to give that a heart to myself. <laughs> when I do that, oh yeah, I can do that. Um, so very important. Now, I know, and I'd love to touch upon the subject and kind of get your take on it as well. Um, some, <laughs> excuse me, some clients that I have coached in the past have had weight loss surgery. And I will just start off by saying, I am not a big fan of weight loss surgery. I do believe that there are obviously situations where it's, it's like critical that people have this weight loss surgery. However, I am not a big fan of it. And I'll tell you why, if we don't deal with the underlying issues, that is such a tragic and permanent change to put your body through. And I just kind of want to get your take on it as a fellow health coach. Yeah, I think I have the same probably thought process as you do, because usually if there is weight, there's usually a cause. So let's figure out what that cause is, because if you don't know why you're putting on weight and you have surgery, who's to say that you're not going to maybe lose the weight because of the surgery, but then gain it back because you haven't handled that route. Exactly. And when I was with a company that where I did the, um, the health coaching I'm on my own now, I had four patients that had the weight loss surgery and <laughs> they obviously gained the weight back and then some, and it really, it's almost as it's a cry for help. And that kind of broke my heart. And like I said, I, I just, it's such a drastic change that, you know, if somebody is out there contemplating that, I guess my message to them would be to, you know, really talk it over with your loved ones, talk with your physician about it. If you know anybody that's in the health coaching field or anybody in that type of holistic health coaching that can really chat with you about it, that because for me that just it worries me that they they're taking such a drastic change or even contemplating it without really dealing with the um, underlying issues. And you know, I do feel that you know for every story, there's really a backdrop story to that, and it's really down there when we're when we're replacing it with the cookies, the chips, whatever it may be, you know, everybody has their kind of mojo for all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm a lot better, obviously, with that um, down about 140, 143 pounds or something like that. I forgot what my current weight loss is. But, you know, it's really a story about developing something that works for you. How do you feel about that? Would you agree with that? I totally agree with that because Janice, I think as you and I both probably know, weight loss is that food is a piece. Yes. But I feel like we've almost been led to believe that it's only food and it's only working out. And yes, those are pieces of the puzzle and they're important, but we can't 
negate things like sleep and stress and hormones and food intolerances. Like there are so many pieces of that puzzle and we need to look at the whole picture and not just like this tiny sliver of it and say, that's the end all be all. Right. And, and I think as those, when we were, I was chatting about the ads that pop up here and there as people see those that that it sparks a curiosity, not specifically to do that, but to really look into their wellness journey. Where do they want to go? Where they, where they want to be? Because typically we know why we get the way we get. I mean, I know why I gained a shit ton of weight. I wasn't happy and a lot of things had happened, but really to look at the backstory and maybe that will start the process for them. And I want to say that to anybody out there that's hearing this to you are so worth it for you to recognize it. Like that is a huge, huge step. And we're with you, you know, we're, we're there, we're with you. Wow. 100%. And I think, you know, that backstory is so important because hopefully for my story, like that started when I was eight because of childhood trauma and it showed up how many years later, because I was crabby and angry and yelling at my kids and I wasn't who I wanted to be. And yes, I had gained some weight, but I wasn't seeking weight loss. That was just a beautiful byproduct. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting because people were like, Oh, you look so great. You lost so much weight. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I feel amazing. Like I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm energetic. I'm not crabby and like curled up in fetal position anymore. Like you need to have this too, weight or no weight. Like this is amazing. <laughs> you are so right. And, and I really got excited when you, you started talking about that, just seeing your expression again, because the backdrop story to that is as a result of working on your wellness, maybe not thinking as, as it, as a diet per se, but in controlling your wellness and creating your own healthy foundation as a byproduct of that, you did lose the weight. You feel great. You, you were more present for your children. You weren't curled up in the fetal position. Like those are huge, huge things. They are. And I think too, the great thing is, is yes, I've lost the weight and I've kept it off. Like it's not like then this fluctuating, you know, like, oh, I have to go back into this pair of pants. Like everything still fits. And, you know, maybe a few pounds here or there. I don't weigh myself, but like I'm, I've stayed consistent. And I think that's not something a lot of people can say who have lost weight. Like, is it, it's one thing to lose the weight, but I think it's another to stay consistent and really keep it off. Right. And I couldn't agree with you more because for me, you know, I finally lost the weight. But yet when at that point where I kind of reached my goal weight of what I wanted to be, I still looked in the mirror and I still saw that chubby person looking back at me. So it's not just about losing the weight. It's about maybe digging up some things that aren't that pleasant, but actually dealing them with them in a way that you know, you forgive yourself and you seek out the help that you may need to get for whatever has transpired in your life. And I think that's a big key too. And you make some great points about that. Um, <laughs> excuse me. 
for our viewers. Um, I know I have all of your information up here and this one, oh my God, I'm having issues with computers. I don't know what's going on, but for I need our, the cleanse. <laughs> it's gotta go through a detox, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on with Google lately, just saying, but anyways, for our listeners and viewers that want to get a hold of you, and I will make sure that I um, post your information below the live of this video, what is a great way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, my website is free, the number two, the letter B, coaching.com. So free to be coaching.com is where people can find me because I, I really just want people to be happy and free to be who they're meant to be and their best selves. And who wouldn't like a smile like yours? I mean, that just says it. <laughs> right there. Like, I want to hire you as my health coach and I'm a health coach. Thank you. <laughs> oh my I do gosh. have a million dollar mouth. I've had braces three times and jaw surgery. So my parents will appreciate that comment. <laughs> oh, um, and yes, I, I can, I feel you with the, uh, the dental work. I probably about 20,000 on this mouth so far. Um, but it has been great having you on today. And I hope you will definitely consider coming to back to visit the two sisters family. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And as we know with Wealth Wellness Wednesday, it's not about um, giving an amount, but it's about giving of yourself to others to spark that, that good feeling. It could be something as simple as going through the drive-through, <laughs> maybe paying for the person's coffee behind you, whatever it is. It's not about the dollar amount. It's about what you do that's in your heart to generate that feeling for others. Melissa, I want to thank you so much for being on Two Sisters podcast today and for agreeing to be um, my adopted sister for this awesome chat. It was our pleasure having you on. And um, we look forward, obviously, to having you back again, like I said. Um, any parting words you'd like to give our audience? You know, it's funny you would ask because when you were talking, something came up and I think this is a writer downer. So you have to deal so you can heal. Ooh, I'm yeah. like, I need to like put that on, on social. I need a pretty graphic. <laughs> yeah. So you can heal. Oh, I love that. So you Cause can. if you don't deal with it, you're not gonna, you're not going to heal. It's just going to continue to raise its head. You know? Absolutely. I would definitely even uh, trademark that that's yours. <laughs> it all happened right here. <laughs> yeah, I know. As soon as we get off, she's going to go on the trademark website. <laughs> well, thank you I so much. You. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it was our pleasure. Hey, folks, we will be back tomorrow. Um, I will be back with my sister, Carol Sue. She's traveling today, and that will be, let's see, tomorrow's Thursday. That will be trending Thursday. What are some trending topics that you're thinking of? We'll share our best guides for, gosh, all things that are trending. You never know what we're going to come up with. And you never know what we're going to say. Just saying. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. You guys have a great day. And thank you so much, as always, for being here. Bye, everybody.